Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exactly what we didn't want to see last night. The Indianapolis Colts dug them or didn't dig themselves, but had the hole dug deeper for them last night on Monday Night Football. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best there is. As a dental ambassador, a dental health ambassador, that's really what he is, and all you have to do is call him. You need a great dentist. He is one. 317-849-2933 is the number. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Bad news last night for the Colts. Good morning, Neil. Look, it would have been really, really nice for the Buffalo Bills to play up to Hoyle and beat the Tennessee Titans last night. That would have helped the Colts out a lot. It didn't happen. The Titans, they win 34-31. Derrick Henry was a beast last night. 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns. When you have the best player on the field, you have a hell of a chance to win a game. And that's what the Titans did last night. So they go two full games up on the Colts. They are 4-2, and two, Colts 2-4. Two and four. That's two full games up. I got that kind of math brain. Do that in my head like that. So this coming week, really, really important for the Colts as they travel to San Francisco. And the Titans play at home again against the Chiefs. Could they travel to play a tough team? The Colts... They've got a road game at Buffalo. they got a road game at Phoenix. The Titans playing both the Bills and the Chiefs at home in Nashville. What is that? So, this weekend, if the Titans, if they get beat by the Chiefs in Nashville and the Colts can find a way to win against the 49ers in San Francisco, that puts the Colts one game back with that Halloween matchup against the Titans at Lucas Oil Stadium kind of making it uh, this for all the marbles for the Colts. No matter what happens this coming weekend, if the Colts don't win that game against the Tennessee Titans, they got big troubles. They got a hold that they are likely not to be able to climb out of as far as competing for that AFC South title. And I don't think that the Colts have what it takes to get to that wild card. They're going to have to get to at least 11 wins for the wild card. You better be able to win the AFC South at 10-7 and or I think it's all over as far as playoff chances. When you dig yourself a one and four hole, it is really hard to climb out. The odds of an NFL team making the playoffs after starting one and four, they are not terribly high no matter what you do the rest of the way. 11 games remaining. Carson Wentz just put together the best three game stretch of his career in terms of passer rating. He is playing well. Jonathan Taylor playing really, really well. Darius Leonard, despite 
the wounded ankle, playing exceptionally well, forcing a turnover every single game. Unbelievable. And yet, the Colts having trouble getting to 500 and then beyond. Hopefully, that road continues this weekend, Sunday night at San Francisco. News out of the Pacers yesterday, they extended Malcolm Brogdon. All right, Malcolm Brogdon is a good basketball player, but the fact of the matter is with Malcolm Brogdon, he has uh, missed 53 games over the last three seasons. So it's, it's, if you're a point guard that your team cannot count on to play almost every game, that's roughly a third of the games, right, or a quarter of the games that your team's played, and he's missed those games. So, and, and here's the thing, Neil. Neil says we went from trying to trade him to re-signing him. I don't think they tried to, re, uh, to trade Malcolm Brogdon. I don't believe any of the noise about, you know, packaging Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert to Philly for Ben Simmons. I think that was just noise. I don't think it came from the Pacers. I don't think the Pacers ever offered that or ever thought about that. Pacers are way too smart to acquire a guy like Ben Simmons. Uh, granted, a really good defender, but a guy who can't shoot. You're not going to pay a guy who can't shoot $37 million a year. It's preposterous, and you sure aren't going to give up a bunch of assets going the other way. It, it doesn't make sense. So I, I never bought into any of that noise. However, what we can buy into is that Malcolm Brogdon, because of the contract extension that he signed, is uh, the Pacers are unable to trade him for at least the next six months. Can he be a championship-level point guard? Here were his stats last year. He averaged 21.2 points per game, 5.4 rebounds per game, 5.9 assists per game. That's pretty good. But you've got to be able to play virtually every game. Good morning, Eddie. How are you? If he can't do that, (laughs) they could throw in T.J. Warren. Nice, Bobby Hamilton. You know what? Yeah. (laughs) If you want to throw in a contract, that's fine. We'll see if T.J. Warren can get back out on the floor for anybody. Uh, if Brogdon and Carlisle didn't get along, this trade would not, or this extension would not have been negotiated. Two years, $45 million. He is going to be an Indiana Pacer, or at least he's under contract right now to the Pacers for the next four seasons. Opening night tomorrow night against the Charlotte Hornets. What can the Pacers do? Can, can Brogdon be a championship-level point guard? That's the question. If you get Brogdon, Lavert, Warren, Sabonis, Turner on the floor for 70 games, can you win 50 of them? That's the question. You know, and, and if you, the, the answer is, at least Kevin Pritchard's answer to this is, and at least Rick Carlisle's answer to this is, yes, Malcolm Brogdon can be a championship level point guard, and they have the tools around him to get that done. That's what they believe or they wouldn't have signed him to this extension. What would be the point? Uh, Indiana, they've got Ohio State this weekend down in Bloomington. You know what? I want Indiana to win, and I would never bet against Indiana. Do I think Duarte starts? Yes, I think Duarte starts, and I think Duarte will continue to start. I don't think Duarte winds up on the bench no matter what happens with T.J. Warren. I think Duarte... And we'll come back to IU Ohio State as sad as that conversation is going to be. Like, we know that. We're Indiana. We know what Ohio State does when they come to Bloomington, and they've done it, you know, every time they've come to Bloomington for at least the last 30 years. 
Anyway, Duarte plays at the pace of the game. He has a great knack for finding the rhythm of the game and playing within it. And, and that is a, a tremendous asset. And it's one of those ethereal assets, really a, a subjective kind of thing. But you can watch it as he plays. He takes shots that he should take. He makes passes he should make. On the defensive end, he jumps the lane when he should. He's got great position defensively all the time. He's just wired to play this game at a really, really high level and to have been able to get him at the latter stages of the lottery says a lot about what is coveted by NBA teams. What they're all looking for are the next great guy. You know, the next whoever, not LeBron. He's a once-in-a-generation guy. But a guy who can really kind of be the bell cow for a franchise for a decade. And so they're willing to roll the dice on guys who might have that potential. Duarte doesn't have that potential. Duarte, on a scale of 1 to 10, his ceiling is an 8. But where he is right now, I think he's at a 7 or a 7.5. So from a current value perspective... Duarte is up here compared to the other rookies. The other rookies down here, maybe some of the other rookies wind up getting to a higher level. But Duarte's level, if he plateaus where he's at, I'm cool with that, drafting him where the Pacers did. I like Chris Duarte a lot. I think he's got a great attitude. I love the way he plays. Um, You look him in the eye when you talk to him, and, and you see that there's someone substantial on the other end. It's not just kind of this foggy look and rah, 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 rah. Yeah, I'm really, really happy to be in Indianapolis. It's a great basketball state. Uh, we've got a great team, and I've got a great coach, and it's going to be a great experience. Those guys drive me nuts. Duarte's not one of those guys. Duarte's thoughtful. He's competitive. I love him. And they also got, out of thin air, right, Basically, in a trade for Aaron Holiday, they go out and get Isaiah Jackson, who's one of those guys, despite the fact that he was drafted in the upper 20s, you know, meaning, was he drafted 22, right? He's got potential up here. He is long. He is jumpy. He's got a, a nice wiring for basketball. I love the Pacers draft this year. Duarte alone, I wouldn't care much for, all right? But Duarte paired with Jackson... I think that sets the Pacers up very, very nicely for the next five to seven years, at least in terms of, I think this is the best draft that the Pacers had going back to 2010 when they took Paul George and Lance Stevenson. This, a really, really good draft. And you're going to love Duarte, I promise. If you haven't seen him play yet, you're absolutely going to love him. You saw him in the summer league and the preseason, or you had the opportunity to, you're going to dig watching this guy play basketball. All right, back to Ohio State, Indiana. Ohio State is uh, uh, minus 1,400 in this game, which means you're going to get about a 7% return if you bet on Ohio State. There is no way that Ohio State loses this game. So in a three-hour period of time, you have an opportunity to get a 7% return, just over 7% return. That's a hell of a thing. I, if, if a lot of people are in kind of, you know, those, those low-risk funds that, if you're lucky, they pay 7% over an entire year. You can make 7% in three hours this Saturday 
taking the money line on Ohio State. I'm sorry. I love Indiana. Might be in Indiana Saturday for this game. Might be down in Bloomington. All right? And in Indiana, I hope wins that game. That's why I don't bet against Indiana, even though it makes all kinds of sense to. I love Indiana, but Indiana isn't going to be able to beat C.J. Stroud. Here's what C.J. Stroud has done this season. He's 104 for 157. Uh, and and is thrown for 1,700 yards, actually 1,699, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. His QBR in Big Ten games, all over 90. And against Maryland last week, his QBR was 98.5. Can you imagine a world? Nothing against Jack Tuttle. Jack Tuttle is who Jack Tuttle is. It's not his fault he is who he is as a quarterback. Jack Tuttle is never, ever, going to have a QBR over 90 in a college football game, and sure as hell, not against Ohio State. So the the comparison between quarterbacks, Stroud versus Tuttle, is stark in Tuttle's, or in Tuttle's disfavor and in Stroud's favor. And that's going to carry the day for Ohio State. There is no chance, 0% likelihood, that Indiana is going to be able to compete with or beat Ohio State. It's impossible, and yet you can make 7% on your investment if you invest this weekend. Again, we root for Indiana. Indiana, we're all for you. Go IU. However, it's Ohio State. Um, How about Kyle Schwarber last night? Uh, Tuttle was highly regarded. You know what? No, you're not confusing him with somebody else. Tuttle was the highest-rated pro-style quarterback in high school football his senior year. The highest rated, number one. What's that tell you about the ratings? It's not Jack Tuttle's fault that he is who he is. Don't go blaming Jack Tuttle. The rating service that rating, rated him number one, what are you doing? And that's why I tell people, and anybody with a brain tells people, the ratings are not for the teams, and they're not for the, the players. They are for the fans, and they have no bearing on reality whatsoever. All right, uh, Schwarber hits a bomb last night, second inning grand slam. So the Red Sox, second straight time, they put the wood to the Houston Astros, and how much fun is that, cheating bastards? I hate them. Hate the Astros. Hate cheaters forever. Major League Baseball screwed fans, screwed everybody associated with baseball except the Houston Astros by not meaningfully penalizing the Astros. Shame on Major League Baseball. And so as a consequence, it's up to us to penalize the Astros with our lusty boos no matter where they go. And in Boston, they were booed last night. Wonderful. Red Sox kill them. Schwarber, a grand slam last night. Wonderful stuff. Uh, and the, the Cubs, they couldn't bother with Kyle Schwarber. No, he, he, he can go to the Washington Nationals. That's just fine. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Braves to beat the Dodgers. And let's have like a historic all-Boston World Series because the Braves, they started in Boston. Cubs messed up. That, and, and, you know, just keep keep repeating that over and over and over again. When have they not messed up? Uh, birthdays today, the great Mark Platty celebrating a birthday. Speaking of Indiana University, a great Indiana University graduate uh, of the Jacobs School of Music. Bo Blackburn, 
Happy birthday to Bo. Went to Kentucky. We don't hold that against him. The great Evan Finch. The great Chuck Wasserstrom, who passed on hiring me as an intern way back in the day. Uh, that's okay, Chuck. All is forgiven. Uh, Crash Gladys. Happy birthday. Crystal Mackenzie Parker. And the great Jack Swanson celebrating a birthday. A murderer's row of birthday celebrants today. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That is, uh, that's the way you live your life, right? Lift people up. They hired Madden in 2014, late 2014. That's seven years ago that they hired Joe Madden. Been a long time since they did something smart. Be good to each other. We'll talk to you a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now with me. Hey, hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell. Let's go. Have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.